Hi everyone, John Richter here. You might know me from such podcasts as uh, this one, and also for the books I release every year or so. This year, on the 1st of May, my latest novel will be let out of its cage. London 2039 Auxiliary is my first foray into the science fiction genre. I've had a crack at recording a short audio extract to hopefully whet your appetite, although you can be the judge of whether dystopian cyberpunk and a Wigan accent is an effective combination. Uh, Either way, I hope you enjoy it, and if you're interested, then please either search for the book on Amazon, once again the title is London 2039 Auxiliary by John Richter, or visit my website at www.john-richter.com. That's J-O-N-R-I-C-H-T-E-R. Thank you for listening, and watch this space, because Liam and I will be back in a week's time with another dark, disturbing, and delightfully debauched episode of Dark Natter. See you all soon, and stay safe. He frowned as she pushed open the door. The apartment was similar to Ambrose's, similar to his own, similar to everyone's. A soulless cube for human storage. The bulb in the hallway was a low wattage, as though the occupant was photophobic. Maggie sucked on her e-cigarette again as she led them towards the door to what turned out to be the living room. Still frowning, Dremler followed her inside. The room was surprisingly large, but any sense of space was undermined by the amount of mess that had accumulated within it. Too much furniture had been crammed in, and ornaments adorned every available surface. Chairs were covered with piles of clothes, the walls dominated by shelves full of ancient books, CDs and DVDs. Whoever lived here was clearly a retro enthusiast. Dremler couldn't make out the titles of the archaic volumes because the living room was even darker than the hall. The fitting and bulb from the central light had shattered into fragments strewn across the wooden floor. The illumination came instead from a pair of portable spotlights that had been set up and aimed at the wall as though pointed towards a performer taking centre stage. But this was not a live show, it was a tableau, maybe the most brutal he'd ever seen. A woman's head had been crushed into the wall, which had cracked and crumbled around it. She was suspended about a foot from the floor by the arm of her attacker, a muscular titanium HET prosthetic, its fingers clamped tightly around her face. The limb had been severed at the shoulder and was left jutting straight out into the room, as though the woman had died wearing some sort of bizarre headgear. She was slim and dressed in gym clothes. He tried to imagine her face in life, but could only picture the mangled ruin that was doubtless hidden beneath the palm of the mechanical appendage that had killed her. Clumps of her dark hair protruded between its fingers, dark blood oozing out and drip, drip, dripping onto the floor.